Hey, all you beautiful souls, and welcome to the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. My name is Shalane Carter. I'm your host. I'm also a personal trainer, yoga teacher, meditation guide, and spiritual leader. This podcast is the perfect convergence of all things health, wellness, yoga, and spirituality, and really learning to break through limitations and open yourself and your spirit up to receiving all the abundance the universe has to offer. Each week, along with myself and many other awesome guests, you'll begin to expand your knowledge and insight on how to level up and step into your highest self. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back, everyone, to the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. I am so excited to talk to Stacey Keel. So she is a human design expert. Um, but she's actually a, a certified strategic interventionist, a human design reader. She helps with manifestation. Um, she's an EFT practitioner. She's literally like the gold when it comes to utilizing all of these techniques that have to do with your mind and how it operates and how you are uniquely built to live out your life in a, a certain way. And when you kind of detour from that, all of the things that kind of problems that you create for yourself. So she helps other people really pay attention to what are their gifts, how to get paid for them, how to utilize those things, not just in business, but in life. So, so thrilled for you to be here, Stacey. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I'm, I'm so excited. (laughs) I I was telling her before we started, I was like, this is selfishly a little bit for me because I really love human design. And I don't know every time something like I look something up, I was like, Oh yes. Like I have a, a, like my sacral center I have always known has been very active, but it correlates also in human design as to like being, I was like, well, of course it would. This makes so much sense. So I'm super pumped to talk to you today, but um, I'd like to like, give me a little bit of history because I feel like I don't, uh, you know, especially for those listening, Stacey and I connected through, through Instagram and through like mutual friends um, on Instagram and which is like my favorite, like at this point I was like all half pretty much, I would say probably like three fourths of my friends come from Instagram at this point. I was like, just how it is. So it's, it's really cool that you're able to, to kind of illuminate for us. Like what did your journey to kind of get to this point of helping people with this, like seeing that need of like, you're creating the struggle in your own life. Like you're creating a lot of the problem and it's because you're living out somebody else's like human design you're living out somebody else's dreams and desires because you don't know how to tap into yours like I would love to know a little bit about your history yeah um so well god we're gonna start right (laughs) that's a loaded question (laughs) well um yeah so I would probably say about 2016 was kind of when it all began for me in a way. Um, I actually got my degree in music theater. So I spent the last 10 years in New York City, um, which is an amazing place, but also can be really hard. And I went through a couple, a couple, I went through a lot of ups and downs. (laughs) city you're like let's be real this roller coaster was a lot more up and down than it was smooth sailing (laughs) yeah absolutely um which I feel like is probably the story of so many people who live in New York City right it's like a love-hate relationship and in the city I um 
I found myself in a couple relationships that probably weren't the best choices for me. And one specifically that I'll spare you all the nitty gritty details, but I went through a pretty traumatic experience with that one. And when I came out of it, I was heartbroken. I was lost. I was severely depressed and I kept trying to fit myself into a certain box for these people. And I tried to shapeshift myself and I tried to convince myself that my love could change people. Right. We always are like, if I can just love you more, yeah. you'll be, I'll smother you to death and then it'll be yeah. great. Like I see that potential. So if my love can bring that out, which by the way, is not true. <laughs> oh. I was like, I feel like most often than not, like when a relationship is bad, you're in love with their potential of what you see, not necessarily what they are. Absolutely. And through this, you know, entire journey, the spiritual journey, no matter where you are, you know, you realize that you can only control yourself. You can't control other people as much as we want to. We just can't. We can try to understand them and we can love them where they are, but we can't change them and we can't control them. And so when I came out of that relationship, I was like, I, I'm something has to change something I thought, you were, I thought you were going to say I'm celibate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> like hovered on that s- sound for a minute. Yeah. I mean, basically like that's probably the, um, the subtext of it all. Right. Cause I did, I took a, I took a year and a half off completely from dating, from anything physical, from all of it. And I was like, you have to get your shit together, girl. Like what's going on? What do you want? Besides like, what have you always been told to want, which is kind of the basis of my coaching practice. Now it's rooted in authenticity and the deconditioning aspect of it all. And I really did some work and I don't love when people are like, it's the work, like yes. do the work, like, okay, whatever. Like, what but the I hell did. is that? Like, <laughs> what does that mean? What fucking work? Yeah. Yeah. So I like dove into myself and, and asked myself the hard questions and especially around relationships. I was like, what, do, what am I willing, what do I want? And what am I not willing to settle for? Because all I had been doing was settling. Um, I would meet someone and be like, this could work. And then I would hold on to the potential and the ideal of what the relationship could be. And then it wasn't the person standing right in front of me, but it was like this grander thing of what I wanted. And so I was like, okay, we have to start seeing the red flags as red flags and not orange or yellow or pink like we want to. <laughs> and um, through that work, I um, ended up getting my strategic intervention coaching certification because I had always been the kind of person who wanted to help other people. The person who you know your friends would come to and say, Oh, like, what do you think about this? Can I get your ear on this? You know, what about this person? What kind of vibes do you get? I was like, okay, this actually sounds like a pretty good path. And funnily enough, it was my dad who kind of pushed me to do it. He sent me the strategic intervention stuff. And was like, I think you would be great at this. And I had been contemplating it for a really long time. And so it was like just that push that I needed to do it. Um, and then I didn't do anything with it. I got certain was like, Oh, okay. Cause I didn't know how to build a business. Like, <laughs> you know? oh, this is a cool piece of paper. 
Exactly. I was like, well, now I have these tools, but how do I actually form a business? And then, you know, fast forward a couple of years, you know, the pandemic hit. And then I went through about a really terrible pain. I had my endometriosis diagnosis. That's how I found Chelsea, who I'm sure if you listen to this podcast, you know, she's been on. on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then through her, you know, I, I um, was connected with Johnny. And so like, that's kind of how I became um, the coach I am right now. And through that, I did discover human design. And when I discovered that it completely revolutionized everything for me. It all just made sense. And it all kind of fell under this umbrella of authenticity, of really getting to the root of who you are naturally and not who society, your parents, your environments have always taught you that you're supposed to be. Love it. Well, and like, I think authenticity is such a buzzword right now. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, oh, just be authentic. And again, it's kind of like, do the work. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Like, what does it actually mean to be authentic? And I was reading something the other day and it's like, um, it talks about, you know, when you're coming into more of your authentic self and it listed a few things. And it was like, one is like, you have no, you don't struggle to set boundaries anymore because you recognize where you need, what your needs are and you can never expect anybody else to meet those needs. So you hold the boundary, you know, it's that you don't mind, you know, time by yourself. You make self-care a priority. Like there are certain things it's like, it's not about, I think, again, authenticity is going to look different for everyone, but it's like these practices of like, again, everybody is going to have boundaries that they need to set, or maybe they're too hard in their boundaries. Maybe they need to let people in like, And I think that's where human design can really like fine tune some of those things. Um, So explain to me, let's like 101 basics of basics for those who don't know anything about human design. What do they need to know? Like what, what different parts of the chart, like where can they go to find theirs? So that way maybe they need to pause the podcast now, go find their human design chart, get it, and then come back and like follow along. Yeah, absolutely. So human design is basically a map of your energetic DNA. It's rooted in ancient wisdom and science, but it's a tool. It's not a belief system. Um, It is here to help create more ease in your life and less resistance. So it's based on the time and place of your birth. Very similar, you know, to astrology. It uses astrology in the system. Um, You can find your chart at geneticmatrix.com, mybodygraph.com, jovianarchive.com. So pick any of those and then you can go and put in your information and pull up your chart. Cool. So everyone has their chart. If you need to go do that, pause here and come back. Okay. Absolutely. We all got our charts. We're ready to go. Great. So human design is actually, it's very, very layered and it is very complicated when you look at your graph. If anyone's looking at their body graph, they're probably like, what the heck am I looking at? (laughs) So I like to start when I have clients who are new to human design. I just like to start with their basics, which is like right up at the top, your type, your strategy, your authority, your profile, your definition. Those are kind of where I like to, um, give the most information for somebody who's new. Um, really your type, your strategy and authority are like the big three. 
So if you're new, um, learning those is going to be very important. It's going to be super important to start living in alignment with your design. So um, a brief overview of the types. Should we do that? Yeah, What's your yeah let's start there. If you're not yeah. familiar with that, it's, I think on all of them, it's like kind of top left. There's like a box, at least that I think I mind is yeah. on Adobe and Archive. Yeah, yeah. It should say energy type or type. Yeah. Um, What's, what's your type, Shalene? I'm a manifesting generator. Manifesting generator. Yeah, Great. with an inner authority and my sacral, which again, makes total sense. Yeah, definitely. Um, so type is how you're best supposed to express your energy in this world. There are five types in human design. Um, first, we have generators. Generators are pure doers, creators, builders. Then there's manifesting generators, just kind of a subset of generator. You guys are also doers, creators, builders, but you're more multifaceted. So you might find yourself bopping around to some different things in your life and that's okay. Right. And in my practice, I really like to focus on the deconditioning aspect of everything. So like for a generator, a lot of conditioning is being selfish, right? Like you can't be selfish when in reality, generators are supposed to kind of do what they love and follow their energy to really light themselves up because then they give permission to everyone else to do the same. And when a generator is, or a manifesting generator is in alignment, doing what they love and following their strategy and authority, like they overflow sparkle. And so everyone wants to you know, get in on that juicy aura and energy. So next we have projectors. I'm a projector. Projectors are our uh, guides, teachers, coaches. They are technically a non-energy type. So that just means that um, they don't have that sacral defined, that sacral energy going, going, going. You know what's um, funny is I attract a lot of people who are projectors. Mm, yeah. Well. Yeah. Because I bet they feel your sacral energy yeah. and they're like, I need that. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that <laughs> crazy? Like, that. It's so crazy how like we're so already set up to operate like perfectly in our own lives. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that was so revolutionary for me because when I learned that I was a projector. Oh, one second. That's your projector calling. <laughs> oh, sorry, so sorry, so sorry. Where his everything. Okay, sorry. <laughs> we can always edit that out if we need to. <laughs> My gosh. Um, so when I found out that I was a projector, it was so revolutionary because our gift is not in how much we can do, but in the way we see things, it's our perspective. And coming from, you know, a history where I lived in New York city for 10 years, right. The city that never sleeps. <laughs> it's like, I was working like five no jobs at a time. No wonder you were probably exhausted. Yeah. No wonder I have chronic illness too. Right. Like yeah. that'll do it. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, yeah. So, so uh, projectors are, our gift is in the way we see things that we're supposed to hear to guide other people's energies and not do all the doing. Mm -hmm. And then we have manifestors who are very powerful and impactful. Um, they are our initiators. So they are the only type in human design who are meant to feel a feeling and just like go after it. Um, then we have our reflectors who only make up 1% of the population, very rare, but very special. Um, they are our evaluators. So they're able to kind of come into an environment and tell you what's working and what's not. Um, they're very good at identifying like who their people are or the right environment. And they're very connected to the moon. They have a lunar authority and everyone else has 
um, a more uh, a sun authority. So that's kind of a very basic yeah. <laughs> overview. But it, but even when you talk about like it, it makes when you talk about like manifesting generators and and just generators in general, it's like when you're in this coaching industry where it's like pick a niche or pick something specific. Like that was something that I've always. It's why I've had built three businesses. It's why that I don't just do energy healing and I don't just do business coaching because they're for myself it never felt good. And it's interesting when you're like I can just do this and it can work like even though other people say it's not you're like no I'm going to like pull from other things or it's okay for me to be the person that is more of the evaluator it's okay for me to like you know what I mean like it almost I don't want to say like gives you this permission but you start to look at yourself differently and accept yourself I think as you are rather than and that's primarily what you do is teach people to live in their their authority really yeah and we're taught so it's really just like a generator world. Our society is a generator society. They, you guys are like create, manifesting create. generators and the generators are doers. You know, they're like life force energy. And when you're only taught that there's one right way to do things, you put yourself in this box that may not feel good or right or correct. And then you start creating narratives about yourself because you don't fit in and you feel different. And you're like, I'm not enough. What am I doing wrong? All of these things. When in reality, your energy is just different than everyone else's, you know, and the conditioning for the manifesting generator, a big one is, you know, you're flaky, right? If you like, can't just focus on one thing, you know, if you're, you're doing a job and you're a hairstylist and then you're an artist and then you're a marketer and then you're, you know, all of these things, people look at that and say, well, why can't you just commit to one thing? Yeah. You're like, what, there's not, clearly that? like the entire society has something wrong with everyone. Like anything that you're doing, you're doing it wrong by somebody's standard. And yeah. when there is no standard for anything, you are your own standard. It makes things so much more fun. Like yeah. you can actually enjoy your life, I think, and create like that. Like even when you talk about the places that you live, like you do you pick places because you're like, oh, this would be fun and stuff like that. And then you're like, but it doesn't actually feel good. Other people say it's fun. I, I enjoy parts of it, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I should think this is fun. Yes. Everyone else thinks this is fun, but I, but I don't really feel that, but I should. Yeah. Right. Should is like the dirtiest word to me. I and like get rid of it. It's don't terrible. Just don't, whenever you find yourself using it, be like, where did that come from? Yeah. And then try to reframe that, you know? ask yourself what how do I actually feel right now and and human design is super cool because I find that you know when we're like children live their design so well because they haven't been conditioned (laughs) by our society yet and so you know they're very open to using their energy in the way it's supposed to be and as we grow up and become adults you know we feel less and less and less of that we feel farther away from how we were uniquely designed. And when we come back to that, it is this, you know, innate permission and validation. And I've always felt this, but I never felt like I could act on it. Or that makes so much sense. You know, whenever I, I communicate this up to my clients, they're like, Whoa, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So let's, can we talk a bit? So, cause all of you have your chart now in front of you. So you see that some are, some of your, your design itself is like, there's 
triangles and some of them are white and some of them are colored and some of them are colored in and some of them are red and they're all these different colors. So can we dive into a little bit of um, what the different, which center is which, um, and then what it kind of has control of and what does it mean if it's a color or it's white or any of those? Absolutely. So if you're looking at your chart, you're looking at the middle of the body graph and you see all of these shapes. Some of them are white, some of them are colored in. The different colors don't make a difference just if they're colored. Oh, that, that's what matters. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have like, some of them are brown and some of them are red, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't matter. Um, so- Good, I was like, a, I got some colors on mine. So yeah, you're like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, um, so as a rule, if you have a white center, that is called um, an undefined or an open center. And that's where you can cultivate the most wisdom, but also the most distraction. Because those mean if they're white, you don't have a reliable sense of energy coming from them yourself. And that's where you can be the most conditioned from other people. So you take in their energy and then you magnify it and you amplify it. On the other side of that, if it's colored in, that means you do have a very reliable sense of that energy. You probably connect with it more. Um, You don't, you aren't so conditioned by other people. You're more projecting that energy out and conditioning other people. Gotcha. Interesting. Yeah. So if we're starting from the bottom, right, that first, that very bottom one is your root energy center, your root chakra. That's all about, it's a pressure center. So it's all about momentum. So you might be feeling, you know, urgency in that center if it's white. Mm. So a good question for you, because we're, you know, so addicted in our society to external pressure of like, got to get it done. Got to get it done right now, right now, right now. So this like sense of crazy urgency is to ask yourself, is this worth hurrying for? Do I need to hurry on this or do I not? And if you're around somebody, so I'll rewind just a tiny bit. So if you have a white center and you're around somebody who has a defined center, for instance, I have a white sacral center and you, Shalane, have a defined one. I have a white one. It's a, oh. It's the right, uh, if I'm looking at it. It's the, the, the center above the root. Oh, okay. So yeah. no, no, no. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. any generator or manifesting generator will have that defined. Yeah. Um, so I can latch on to that energy from you and use it when I need to get things done, when I need to create, Mm -hmm. that is the center of creation and desire. So if I'm feeling like I don't have a ton of energy, I can be conditioned by you and latch onto that and be like, let's get the project done. Or I have all these errands to run. Let me do it with my partner who has a defined sacral. Mm -hmm. And the important thing to know in the difference. So it's important to know which centers you have undefined and defined because when we know we have an undefined center a white center we know that that energy is not innately ours Mm. so when you leave or I leave you know my partner and I'm just me I'm just Stacy alone in a room and I've shed everything that's not mine I may start creating these stories about myself of well how come you can't get it done like where's that creation energy like why that desire energy. Why can't I just have this energy to keep going? And that's okay because that's not mine. And and I know that. So it's this like superpower when you know what you have to find and not to find, 
because then you stop creating these nutso narratives about ourselves. Right. About how useless and worth worthless we are, which is so easy to do, right? How unlovable we are. (laughs) And that's the thing is there's part of why you created a lot of the, the programs and things like that that you did was that people don't see that people don't see that again, you do thrive together because you areas in which you're lacking other people have, and you're attracted to that. That doesn't devalue that you don't have that energy as kind of your, your powerhouse or your, you know, naturally have a ton of it. It's that we are meant like one of my mentors said this and I, I love it. Like we're pack animals. We're meant to live together. It's why isolation is the most severe form of punishment. And it just goes to show again, when you look at your chart of like, Hey, I need this from other people. That doesn't make me any less than when I'm away from them and by myself and I can't get things done. Mm -hmm. It just means that I maybe need to change the tempo or I maybe need to write down a list. So I have more clarity. Like you begin to find tools that help support your living life, like things that need to get done without taking away, without the judgment. Yes. It it releases that expectation and that judgment around who you should be and just allows you to be who you are. And that'd be totally fine. Yeah. And every design is beautiful and wonderful, just how it is. Yeah. Right. A projector's design is no better or worse than a generator's design or a reflector's design, or, you know, we each have our unique strengths. Um, And yeah, you're right. We're supposed to work in harmony together. Like if, if the society was running all on human design, the manifestors would initiate the manifesting generators and generators would support and do the projectors would guide other people's energies tell you, you know, how to do it more efficiently. Um, and the reflectors would, uh, tell you what's working and what's not working. They would be our evaluators. Right. So we need the other types to really make everything work, but know that we have our own unique brilliance and magic just as we are. Yeah. Right. So, so we got so back to the center. <laughs> yeah. So we got root and then the sacral is the one right above it. And the ones above it, okay. um, to the left, if you're looking at your chart, that's your splenic center. This is all about anxieties and fears and survival instincts. Mm-hmm. So if you have it, um, if it's white, that means that you're really good at latching onto other people's fears and anxieties. When in reality, you're, you just as you are meant to be fearless which is super cool to know that, right? So you, if you have a white splenic center, you're like, oh, so all of this stuff I'm, I'm picking up on is not mine to have. So if you're a really anxious person and you have an undefined or an open spleen, like that may take some time to connect in your, in your mind. And whenever you're feeling really anxious or fearful, just taking a couple breaths and saying, where am I getting this from? Cause this is not mine. Yeah. You know? And then if we're looking at it to the right, that triangle is um, your emotional or solar plexus center, all about emotions. Mm. So if you have that open, you're technically called a non-emotional, but in reality, you're taking in other people's energy and amplifying it. Well, this all makes sense. Mine's open. No wonder everyone's like, you're not emotional. I was like, I'm just, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. But really like, really, you know, that's the more empathic. Because you're taking it in and you're amplifying it, right? Well, 
and even it's funny because I feel like that's part of the reason why I do healing work is I'm able to actually create this, like, like, I don't feel, I, I recognize that it's not mine. Like when I'm doing healing work, yes. so I don't absorb it. Whereas other, like, I, I recognize the difference. I, I didn't realize that I was doing it until it was brought to my attention, but yeah. I'm just yeah. like, I don't, I don't feel that like latch. And it's because intentionally I know during healing sessions, I, their energy is not mine. Exactly. Exactly. It's the same in the world, right? Like if you walk outside and you come in contact with, you know, some other people on the street and like all of a sudden you just feel really sad or you feel really angry. Again, we can start creating stories about how crazy we are. Ah, why, like, why can't I regulate these things? When in reality, you're just getting it from these other people and that's okay. Yeah. Right. I say, this is not mine often. Yes. <laughs> I like to say, this shit ain't mine. <laughs> <laughs> I like yours. I'm going to take yours. This shit ain't mine. <laughs> Especially yeah. when it's about emotions. Yeah. Because when you, uh, when you have an open emotional center, like your, your natural state is cool, calm and collected. Yeah. So you're just very steady. And then other people come in, come into the picture and you're like, nah, now I feel nuts. It's because none of that is yours. Um, so if we're moving up the tiny little triangle to the right, Mm -hmm. right. You see that like little tiny one that is the ego or the heart center all about willpower and drive. So if you have that open, you don't have a reliable sense of motivation, which is like a huge one when it comes to conditioning right? Cause we're taught like yeah. to just to get up and go get it, make it happen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so if that's white for you, some days you're going to feel really motivated and then other days you're not. And that's okay. Cause that's how you are uniquely designed to show up in the world. So when we stop, you know, telling ourselves what that means, or we're like, I'm so unmotivated today. I'm a lazy piece of shit. Like, no, you're not. <laughs> yes. I say yes. I mean, no, you know, yeah. you're not. No, yes. no, you're not. Yes. Like Y-A-S. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. And so when you have a white ego or heart, like it's, it's good to think of that as an arrow pulling back, ready to launch, right? Like some days you're not going to feel motivated, but it's just the arrow pulling back. And then the next day or the day after that, you're going to feel really motivated because it's different every day. So it's, you know, the releasing of the arrow. Mm. So it's okay to just allow yourself to not feel motivated some days and stop telling yourself how less than you are because of it. Yeah. And if we move over a tiny bit, that diamond right in the center, that's your identity center. And that's all about direction and love and purpose. Mm. So if that is open or undefined, it's the white. That means that you're really adaptable. You might find yourself like a chameleon-esque around the different people you're around or the different environments. And that's okay. Like a good question for that is, is to ask yourself, where am I going to find love today? And also who am I today? Well, like people like that with an open center would in my mind be a good like networker. Mm -hmm. They would probably be a great speaker where they were mingling with a lot of people and things like that because they're adaptable to many different types of people, types of living they could yep. probably move very easily and accommodate to their environment. And stuff Absolutely. Like that. Absolutely. You may be able to relate more to your clients, mm-hmm. right? Because you have less of a, 
defining sense of who you are and more of that adaptability. So you're able to relate to your clients more. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so all of these defined or open, like they all have superpowers and it's just a matter of knowing what you have and how to work with it instead of again, thinking there's only one right way to be. There's only one right way to be an entrepreneur. There's only one right way to be a person and succeed, which by the way, who tells us what success is? We define that. Yeah. We define that. Well, and really success can look so different when you look at human design, especially like knowing you have all of these different um, really strengths or areas in which you can learn from other people success will always look different on every single person because every single person's design is going to be a little bit different as to how they help others and how others help them. Yes. Yes. So when we can get rid of this, you know, mindset of, oh, I have to make a million dollars this year. I'm nothing like, no, you take a step back and be like, what will bring me joy today? What is my, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) that's all of them working together (laughs) that's just alignment (laughs) so for moving up the center above that one is your throat center right that's all about manifestation speaking things into existence and communication so if you have a defined throat you're really supposed to express your own truth if it's white you're really here to be a voice for others Mm. and you're and and your sense of yourself is more of like an inner knowing. So it's this, like, I know who I am. Like, I feel this, I'm good. I know my truth, but you don't necessarily have to speak it out. You just hold space for other people. You're an advocate for other people, which is super cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So if it's defined, you know, just make sure that you're, you're really speaking your own truth and that's how you're going to impact people, right? Telling your own story being that relatable voice. And then as we're moving up, we have the Ajna, which is the mind all about conceptualizing. So if that is white, you're here to be very open-minded. You're not supposed to latch onto your opinions. You're not supposed to like white knuckle being right in an argument. You know, you're supposed to see all the possibilities you may find yourself playing devil's advocate a lot, right? If someone's coming at you with a point of view and you're like, Yeah, but also like, what about these? Like, what about these possibilities? What about this perspective? And people might, you know, be like, well, you're just playing devil's advocate. When in reality, you're like, I just see all the possibilities. Mm. Like, it's my gift. Yeah, absolutely. So like question other people's opinions, right? And be like, well, I, I think this, but also I might think this. And so your opinions will change and that's okay. Yeah. Well, and how helpful is that if you were in some type of teaching, coaching, mentoring, anything like that, where you are guiding other people, it allows you to present to them other ideas besides their own and to really see things from different angles and analyze things differently. And again, if you just, if it was something that you've it was defined, right? You would be like, no, this is how it is. Like these, yeah. this is the strategy that works for everyone. Yes. Like, this is that coach. Yeah. This is how you do everything. Yes. It's like this person when it's open is like, no, that could work too. What about if we did like this and really like expands, I think allows other people to expand their truths because they are open to that themselves. 
Mm, Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then the last one as we move up is the head or the crown center, which is all about ideas and inspiration. So if that's open, I have an open crown. You may be um, overwhelmed with ideas and not know really where to focus, but it's important to know that like not every idea is yours (laughs) or needs to be Mm. acted on. Right. Um, they, you know, if you have a defined crown, you have like internal inspiration. You could just be sitting on the couch eating Cheetos and suddenly have this like brilliant idea for a business plan or a program or something. But if it's open, you kind of have to be out um, in the world to be externally inspired. So like the idea of someone coming up with a magic idea, just like being in front of their computer. I'm like, what? (laughs) That's me. That is, mine's defined. And I literally, that's why part of the reason I read a lot is it gets my brain to think in such a way that allows like so much, like so many ideas. It may not even be about what I'm reading, but it starts to like piece things together for me. Yeah. Yeah. Where I like, I need to be out in the world and see something and be like, oh gosh, look at that beautiful butterfly. Oh, it's wings are so you know, adaptable. And I'm like, adaptable. Oh, what about this idea? Like I always have to be, you need like the momentum of the train to get started. Yes. Yes, exactly. And the cool thing about human design, and especially when we know our centers and, you know, moving past the centers, we get into gates and channels and like, it's just so layered. Um, But when we know how uniquely we are supposed to be designed and how we show up in life, we can then, you know, project that out, you know, into the world for other people to know that like, I'm not you and you're not me, but yet we're all the same. Yeah. And so instead of, yeah, go ahead. No, I I was just going to say, and, and I think it allows you to see so much value in other people. Yes. Yeah. And yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. there there's again, releases this expectation of them needing to be a certain way because they have their own way that they are supposed to show up if they're the person that's has all the creative ideas, but you're the person that's okay. I'm, you know, past, like I'm the person that creates more judgment. What is that? The reflector, right? Where they're like, yes or no. Like evaluator. Yeah. The evaluator. Like that, that that's just part of who you are. Like you're not meant to be the person that innovates everything. You're meant to say, yes, this innovation is working. And so it allows you, I think, to honor people where they're at their journey, how they show up in the world and stop, perpetuating cycles of business, you know, hustle culture type stuff. And, and a lot of these things that we think one is better than the other, but really how supportive they really, every single person is. Yeah. And it creates just so much more love and understanding. I have a couple really close friends who are manifestors and to know that is just mind blowing for me because I'm like, yes. And this is how your energy is supposed to come across. Right. They're very impactful. When a manifester enters a room, like, you know, it because <laughs> they're constantly pushing out their energy and they're impacting people, whether they know it or not. And to know that, and to know that they're naturally more, they just have like a bigger presence, um, energetically. And to know that is to not put judgment on it and be like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Right. right. Like, why are you feeling this way? Like you're always in such a, uh, you know, an energy that's like, no, that's just how they are. And that's okay. And to be able to say that and be like, you're not a bully. You're not aggressive. You're not any of these things. Right. You're just a manifester. And that's awesome. Well, and those, those skills are needed. 
Yes. Those skills are needed. It, it's funny because there are a couple of people that I think I'm like, oh, I should ask them what their human design is like as you're speaking. Because <laughs> yeah. you start to pinpoint people that naturally, I'm like, it almost makes me even wonder like if, if a lot of like certain signs, like astrological signs, like their sun sign is typically this or it's typically that. Because again, it does correlate with like your birth and stuff like that. So it would make sense. This person, like I, I think right away of like a Taurus, like a Taurus would be a lot of energy or a Leo. Like they have a tendency to be a little bit more aggressive, usually a little more loud, um, maybe a little more push. You know what I mean? Like yeah. not again, like Taurus and Leos. I love you. But you just, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. it's just interesting how everybody's just so different. And that's just how they are. Like, I don't know. Just yeah. So cool. And it's so cool to then like, you will fall down a rabbit hole. You will learn your design and then be like, I have to know everyone's design around me. All my loved ones have to know their design. Like, <laughs> like here's your birthday present. I've broken down your entire chart. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And just to know how your energy can interact with somebody else's is just, it's so cool and it's so helpful and it helps to, you know, further this idea of deconditioning from societal standards of yeah. I'm my energy is just not meant to show up in a generator way yeah. yeah and that's awesome and I need generators in my life so I can latch onto their sacral energy and that's awesome too <laughs> listen I need you I gotta use you and, the, and in like the best ways of like okay then I can intentionally um create business I can intentionally create certain practices to support that like somebody that um I can't remember which you're talking about and it kind of made me <clears throat> think of this maybe it was the ideas like the crown and it was like maybe ideas for you don't come in meditation like you're going to be the person that maybe actually gets them where you go to a group um like yoga class or a group um fitness class or something yeah. like that where you're in people but kind of this like yoga especially the physical practices like a moving meditation so maybe you need that group though you need that group dynamic as opposed to being like, well, everybody else says to sit and meditate. And that's when they get all these downloads. And it's like, yes, but not for me because that's not how. And so it's kind of like, again, no morning routine is right. No way to operate business is exactly going to be the same for every single person because every single person is going to need different things. They're going to need different employees to help Mm -hmm. support them. Like, I'm like, I got ideas for days, but I need people to do X, Y, and Z because that's where I'm lacking, you know? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, oh, this has been so, so good. So Stacy's incredible. If you don't already follow her on Instagram, um, it's at Stacy S-T-A-C-Y underscore heel K-E-E-L-E. Um, she has tons of information kind of up there and you can kind of peruse her page, but she also has um, a few ways that you can work with her as well. So a um, one-on-one, a four-week intensive where you really go into human design how you can create different habits and different lifestyles different things in business to really support you and your unique design um, she also has the align and attract group coaching so a little bit deeper but in kind of more of a, a group container so if you are that person with an open sacral you probably want the group <laughs> yeah. um, the the hd basics so you can book a one-on-one session get kind of your basics of your thing because again we only broke down like the really basics of basics there's so many other things of how they interact with each other um what you know there it's it when she says it's layered it is like a 
cake that is like, you cannot, it is so layered. You have to take it in chunks. Um, but she's also doing this incredible workshop, um, human design and parenting on May 27th. Um, I know I have a lot of parents who listen, so I would love a little snippet about, about what they can learn in that too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it'll just be, um, a workshop, I think about two hours probably. And it's just a revolutionary, as we were talking about in the beginning, when like children innately know their designs and they just live them. Mm -hmm. And when we, as parents or, you know, even aunts or uncles or grandparents or anyone who's, you know, helping raise children, because it takes village, right. Um, when we know our designs, and we know our child's designs, right? It's taking away that aspect of projecting who you are onto this tiny little being and letting them innately just be themselves. And when we know how their energy works, it's less about, you know, it's, it's more about shifting and working to create a better relationship to foster their authenticity and let them lead a life that is less conditioned and more, and more authentic. It's more who they are and how different that can just make their life path. Uh, well, and, and when you think about it, especially doing healing work, a lot of the issues stem from, from childhood. childhood. Yeah. And so as a parent, I have two kids and I, I, both my kids are very, very different. So now I it, literally, I'm like, I'm going to go get out their birth certificate this evening, yeah. pull it up and look at it because I've always had to be very intentional about parenting both of them differently. They're very, I have one that's very creative, like all different modalities. She's always paint to draw and like her mind thinks that way. And I have one that is so much more like mathematical, analytical, very factual. Um, and just even the way in which they operate and process things and all of the, just so different. Yeah. And as a parent, you never want to, it's going to happen no matter what, but as little as possible is you don't want to project your shit right? The things that your have been a struggle for you and have maybe been a struggle for generations to come or prior to you, you don't want to perpetuate that cycle. Yeah. Because again, this is all this conditioning. It's learning that they can be different, that they can be different from you. They can have different wants, different needs and all those things. And those are really great. And then how, as a parent, do I foster that? Mm -hmm. And if you don't quite understand how to do that this is something she's going to teach you in this workshop so uh very excited so again it doesn't it's not just for parents if you're an aunt you're you know you're just close with family maybe you work in in schools or things like that so you could understand a little bit more and start to identify oh this kid's probably a projector this kid's probably a manifesting generator and because of just the way in which they operate in the world it helps you become i think again, more empathetic, more patient, more kind, more understanding. And I feel like we could definitely use a lot more of that. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> yes, if that's all we had to do was learn human design and understand, like we're all, fucking yeah. I have a client, I have a client, um, who works in schools and also has, um, two boys. And when we went over their design, she was like, this needs to be taught in school. Yes. <laughs> I was like, you're right. It does. <laughs> or at least, at least like some basics. So you could start to, I think yeah. it helps you just understand so much more about people and kids are people too. They're just short. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. They're full beings yeah. and often we don't treat from, them from literally birth. Yeah. yeah. So thank you so much, Stacey, for just sharing all of your wisdom. I 
sure that, that I was like, even myself, I was like, again, I've looked into human design. I've looked up stuff. I've read stuff and it still was like, oh yes. So thank you so much for sharing that. Um, if you're listening to the episode, you have your, your human design out and you've been following along, I would love for you to screenshot it, share it with us. Tag me yeah. at Shalane Carter, tag Stacy at Stacy underscore Keel, uh, Keel with an E on the end. And share with us kind of like maybe aha moments that you had something you learned about your chart that you didn't know we would love 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 to see that um and if you have questions about the human design and parenting workshop you can send her a a message on instagram or you can also if you're like i don't remember you can always send me a message um but all of the stuff will be linked in the show notes so you can just click on those too so Thank you again, Stacey. We're, we're all just so grateful over here thank at the Thursday podcast. So yeah. thank you. Have a great one, everyone. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>